Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show this week, guys. We are talking about G.I. Joe Series 2. Welcome to 2020. Oh, Welcome man. Welcome to Season 4, Part 2. This year starting off bad. No. We're, bad. We're back. I'm back. G.I. Joe's back. G.I. This- Joe's back. Second worst thing <laughs> is that uh, we're going to go to war with Iran. So that's... First worst thing is G.I. Joe's back. No, uh, it's been so long. It I was looking really at the time. last episode that I watched of G.I. Joe, and it was a long time Whoa, ago. Oh, you wrote was... that in Cuneo forum on <laughs> tablet. That's Gracious. that's pretty old. Uh, gang, this show is called Knowing Us Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And if we don't say that, it's been so long since the three of us have been I together know, talking about G.I. Joe. That it's just been the three of us. Just the three of us. And that we've been talking G.I. Joe. It's, it's I'm excited. Also, this is a completely new place that we're recording. Oh, that's my God. Right. Know how it's going to sound because welcome we're in to the new Chanchin. Yeah, Chanchin three. What are we? Uh, do Chanchin we three, season of the witch. <laughs> I like it. Uh, by the way, I, I will say ha- that every time that's, people ask me what the place is. I will absolutely. So in ways you can save favorites. Yes, and so and so for years, it, Chanchin's been saved under Chanchin, and sure. ways goes. You have arrived at Chanchin. That's fantastic. And so now I'm absolutely going to change three it. season of the witch. I mean, if it fits it's, in it's ways, it's got to be. If yeah, it fits in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Oh, I mean, also technically that was Chanchin 2.0, so it should have said you are at Chanchin 2.0. That's true. That's true. Or Chanchin 2, the new batch. No, no, we didn't bring in uh, sequel names until the third <laughs> See, one. I only didn't oh, even call it Chanchin okay. 2. It was always Chanchin North. Right. I always thought that was appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Originally, now, I wanted to call it that, and yeah, it I, I called it that. It, it stuck yeah. with me, no, so that's fine. fine. That's yeah. all you needed. Okay. I don't. I don't. Ray, I don't have your place saved under. Oh wait, maybe I do. It yeah. might just say Ray. Charnel Pit. That's, <laughs> it's just called. You can still turn around. That's oh. the name you put in. I feel like. What, but what's like a Ray home? Uh, tweet us what you think Ray's uh, home should home be, called be called. We ways. don't really have. Yeah, we don't I mean, really have a Chan name. Chan is no. our pun guy, so it's got to be just, something that has to do with Ray home. Don't ask them because they're just going to send a bunch of butt puns. Oh, wait. What about raise the roof? <laughs> that is this the is single. Why I'm not the pun person. That is both I'm not the, pun the single greatest and worst thing you could have possibly <laughs> now, said. Now, if you had right said there. the roof is raised, 
That's better than raise, mine. Raise colon the roof. I just, I'm seeing it. I, that, tweet us if you have better puns for you have the, to have the a better name one that, that Ray's but, house should have in my ways. Guys, we got to talk. This is G.I. Joe Series 2. These are the Deke years. Now, just to get the people back up to speed because it's been so long. Yeah. Yeah. Is, these are the Series 2. This is 1990s. So we're in 91 oh, at this shit. point. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we're at 92 yet. I think we're still in 91 at this point in the show. I'd have to look it up, but um, this is episode 18 of series 2 G.I. Joe. Well, like some people call it 18. Some people call it 13. We don't even oh, know. It, it was it weird. This is 17. the 18th one we've done. Now, if you look, apparently <laughs> chronologically, this is like 17. There's a little bit of wonkiness yeah. that happened between the, the site we've been using and the order they picked, and then the actual chronological order, and Tubi TV has a different one. No, this um, is just the order we're doing it in, and you're just going to yeah, have to accept it. I think we it. did them out of order, which like as a weird completeness of things really upsets me, because when I went to the Joe Wikipedia yes. page, th- this was not the correct order, correct. and I'm worried that I will lose the uh, No, this is still the correct order. It's the uh, just the numbering, because some of them don't include the miniseries as that numbering. Correct. No, and- but uh, if you go to, because wouldn't the Wikipedia page have the accurate? Uh, the, the IMDB page does have the accurate episodes, and I believe this one... I don't know. I think this one was 17, but I could be wrong okay. about that. The The whole deal, though, is in any other show or even other iterations of G.I. Joe, it mm-hmm. would probably matter. But since every episode is self-contained and never references anything else that ever happened again but or I'm reality assuming, in any way, shape or form. No, no. I'm assuming they're going to tie it all together and reference what came before. I'm assuming the finale is going to be really great. It's going to f- turn out they were in the sideways <laughs> world the whole time. Here's the deal. Knowing I do know about the finale of Series 2 G.I. Joe, and they did two seasons. So season two okay. of series two is actually a clips episode of <laughs> of Metalhead, <laughs> of just Metalhead in a clip show. I, and that was the final episode so of, of, the, of the I series. Would, I would like it if, uh, if you know, Sergeant Slaughter wakes up in bed okay. and says, oh, Oh my god! I had the weirdest dream, and he turns over, and Duke series series one, series one original Duke, Duke Michael Bell Duke is is in bed next to him and says, "Oh, tell me about your dream, Sergeant Slaughter." And he goes, "It was so weird. Everyone was everyone was the same, but different and worse." <laughs> and then it turns out series two never happened. Okay, well, as far as anyone is concerned, series two definitely did not. I happen. I mean, basically, they do a they do a end of Newhart. I like that uh, uh, thing. Yeah. I'm on yeah. board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer a scene elsewhere ending where it turns out that <laughs> uh, all, season two happened in a snow globe. Yep. I like that. In the mind of an autistic child. By the way, uh, 1991 and the animation is very 1981. And and by that, I mean, the animation itself sucks. But the character design is also like someone has a, po- a full on porn stash. Yes. No, this is straight up full on. Uh, it's only 91, but we've hit peak 90s already. Yeah. In that the, we have the neon colors going on a no, lot of the No, no, I think it doesn't feel 90s at oh, all. Like Ambush, so? when they when they flash back to Ambush at some point, he's got a handlebar 70s mustache. And then it's in just the mustache, though, because but, the colors are so neon 
but also Golly. don't you think i mean i mean we'll talk about this in the in the next episode that we did but next episode has a he-man haircut no we'll get into prince oh, adam boy, oh, yeah boy. we'll talk There's, about that is next week's but I'm episode just say, i'm just saying it's already more than that it's 91 because it's yeah. it, the the character designs to me read as very early 80s See, it's interesting because i actually to what chan said it's a lot of neon but it's still somehow drab and yeah. i don't know exactly yeah. how yeah. they pulled Weird. that off but they did. Yeah. Uh, well, the episode we're talking about this week is called I Found You, dot, 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 Evie. Which, by the way, because uh, I was trying to I was trying to ask Chan and Ray what episode to watch. <laughs> we had a lot of trouble with that. And they kept telling me the title, and I just thought that they were t- making a typo. This is not a good title for a TV show. <laughs> it is not. Like, as someone who, it's who not a good TV show. come up with titles for TV shows, I Found You. Evie or Evie, you don't know. It's spelled E V Y. Yeah, and it, and at first it seems like it's missing an N, and it should be Envy. I kept thinking it was Envy the but whole then way through. When yeah. it's pronounced Evie, it reminds me of it, there's a Pokemon named Evie. Yeah, yes. Now here's but the he's deal. Not, he's not finding a Pokemon. She evolved <laughs> into a cobra. Come on now. You know, Gina says this now. Cut to Unicorn episode twenty two. <laughs> I found you. I found you. Dot, Evie. Dot, 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 Evie. <laughs> See, that feels like a, a that'd be an amazing season of the Unicorn. I found you, Walton Goggins. <laughs> <laughs> It's an eighth se- by this by the eighth season of Unicorn. Gina has now made so much money yeah. and is so just comfortable yeah, we're in the out writer's of lifestyle. And it'll be we like don't care. it'll just- be like Supernatural where they just go in straight. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm almost done with Supernatural. Oh. By the way, I'm watching it now. I've caught up to real time Oof. Supernatural, There's and it's so season much. fifteen. And and oh and gosh. by the way, I've watched the first five seasons now three times over. So I didn't only watch every episode of the show. Dear God. I watched it. So I am real excited because we're down to, we're down to the final like eight episodes. Oh my God. And what, <laughs> what's, finally what's not watch 15 it. seasons of a show that has 22 to 23 episodes a season. That's too, ridiculous too much. amount of television. That's Far like Simpsons much. numbers. That's a lot. And See, I've watched I, them all. I and just, they're not, they're not, they're not 22 minute episodes. They're an hour. The, oh, oh God, no. A lot so of classic much. rock though. I See. filled out my Spotify <laughs> playlist just by co- copying I mean, everything that they have on that show. I, actually, I had a notion to the previous point was by the time we get to season eight of the unicorn, wouldn't it be amazing if you were just recycling plots from series two? G.I. Joe done for the unicorn because I think we can get there. Done and done. Uh, Walton Goggins arrives in a his tank. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's let's get let's get this going. Yeah. Let's let's get this moving. Yeah. I mean, by then we'll be like deep into World War Three, so he'll probably have been enlisted at this point and yeah. it'll have taken over the show. And then you know, here we go. We could just do the parallel with Iran and Cobra. We're there. He creates Rob Cordry using the DNA of several oh. different comedians. <laughs> One of whom is <laughs> Nate Cordry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I like where we're going with this. Actually, take it all back. Uh, we're probably we're probably Cobra in this situation, aren't we? Michaela Watkins wears a lot of rubber masks <laughs> on her face to look like different people because she's the Baroness in this. So. I appreciate yeah, no, 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 no. What? We got where you're following. Okay, we good, definitely good. weren't thinking of her in a gimp mask. Okay, that good, was good. Definitely not a thing. I, I feel like Omar Benson Miller wears a, a metal a metal mask all the time. <laughs> so. This episode begins with an airship, and it's a turbulent airship. It's going around. Scoop is having trouble because he's trying to get footage. Some of us call them helicopters. 
Uh, it's G.I. Joe, and it was a helicopter, but it was so boxy, I considered it more yeah, of an airship. Fair. No? By yeah. the way, this is the first episode I found out that Sandstorm is a coyote and not just a dog. I, I actually wrote well, dog, and then I had to scratch it off and write coyote. I, well, no, no, no. I don't know how doggy coyote. Wait a minute. Mark. No, did, wasn't it a cobra that said that? Probably. Yeah. Why? You think he was lying? No, no it's just like a coyote. Like, like if a thing's attacking you, it's like, yeah, you scruffy, mangy. I know. Once they said it, I said, oh, that that character design is a coyote, and it makes sense because they had a dog already. You know, if it was a different show, I might agree. But since GI Joe series two is so on the nose, well, the idea of him saying like that's a very specific animal, I just assume that it is that specific. Animal. Honestly, I feel yeah. like. Uh, the the art just rendered their dog as looking like a fucking coyote and the writers got so mad they were like yeah, just put someone in there just saying like what is that a fucking coyote god <laughs> damn it by the way one of the more disturbing bits of animation was when the coyote slash dog is licking sergeant slaughter's face but its tongue is just out the entire time and just lolling back and forth. Oh, they didn't try that. to. They didn't try to draw like actual it's licks. They too just, hard. I mean, picture me with my very long tongue out now. Podcast. Yep. Yep. Pod- podcasting. Audience. I just watched uh, Detective Pikachu. So uh, lick a tongue uh, is what I and I'm watching it now, and that is it that is, is not guys. Oh boy, a little disturbing. I would say very disturbing. I was the one doing. Was, it. In case you were wondering. Honest. If this was like radio magic or whatever, like theater of the mind, Gina no, no, literally took her tongue out and was flinging it around like shockingly, I don't know, like a, shockingly long. She was not lying. Yeah, it is a very long yeah. tongue. It, if, it looked like get, a nunchuck get, that, like like a, a like a six year old who's like trying to be like a badass and just like flings it around. And eventually, smacks himself in the face. If we get. Two more Patreon subscribers or oh. five more five more reviews on iTunes. I'll post a picture of my tongue. Oh my god. On Guys, the Facebook page. You need this. You need this for <laughs> oh yourselves. Boy. It's very long. Add it to your add it to your uh <laughs> your bookmarks along with her with Gina's wiki feet page. Oh my god. <laughs> Is there a Just, wiki tongue page? I wish. It's gotta be, right? My my wiki tongue score would be way higher than my wiki feet page. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, so they're having stabilizer problems. Sergeant Slaughter's flying the plane. He's doing the best he can, and they're kind of giving him crap, but he's like, yo, we stabilizer problems. So we got to talk about also, these. Yes. So we can talk about the fact that they can afford Slaughter now. He he appears sometimes he appears in episodes and doesn't talk. Sometimes yeah. he appears in episodes and is featured. And this just happens to be an episode he was kind of featured a I, little bit. I feel like these two episodes must be towards the end of the season because in this episode they have Sergeant Slaughter voice, they have true General Hawk voice. Both probably got paid more. Yeah. In the next episode, they have actual Cobra Commander voice. Well, they've had all Cobra Commander Sergeant's, the whole time. Yes, but he's not in every episode. You're, you're correct. Yes. So you have to pay them for the episodes they do. So this, to me, just smacked of the producer coming in and saying, okay, well, we've got four episodes left in this season, and we're under budget. <laughs> Somehow. So so if you want like a special treat... Get our, it. our creditors haven't caught up with us yet. <laughs> Go nuts. This pyramid well, scheme is really working. The part I want to talk about is it opens up with a scorpion match. So we cut to a scorpion match. Two scorpions fighting with money around them, which is very exciting. Oh. And then uh, two of the uh, range vipers are like 
performing this, and a Range Viper who you know is a lady because instead of the blue Range Finder outfit, she wears all hot pink outfit. Wait, and wait. Got big old titties. Yes. Wait, I thought that she just found these. I didn't notice there were coins around them. I thought she's in the desert and she finds these two no, scorpions. They, the, 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 she they were, stole them from the other two wipers. Yeah. Oh. Because she immediately mugs them, which I thought was an interesting take on Cobra, is that they're so, like, I think I think the people in Series 2 don't really understand what Cobra is no, or what Cobra to, has I, been. I, I, this scene has a whole different perspective because I thought they robbed her first. I thought she was traveling in the desert, finds oh. these two scorpions, gets them, and then the guys are like, oh, we want the scorpions. Nope. And then they were trying to bully her. They're in the same unit together in the desert stationed by Cobra. Yeah. And they're do- these two guys are doing a thing. Uh, and then she okay. walks over and literally robs them, throws their gear halfway across the desert, and then takes off with half their stuff. Hold on. Before we even get to that, let's talk about what she calls them. A double order of land lobster for breakfast. Land lobster. Double order of land lobster. For breakfast. That for breakfast. Is- I have so many problems with that. What's wrong with land lobster? Like it's in the desert. <laughs> scorpions. Scorpions. Scorpions are look like lobsters. Gross. And How much meat is on a scorpion that you can actually eat? Because you can't eat that tail. I don't think, right? I think you can. Really? Yeah. I guess. It's yeah, I guess people. Eat juiciest scorpions. part of the scorpion. Everybody <laughs> knows that. But also, the way they animated this made it seem like the scorpions were huge, and so I thought they were doing a Clash of the Titans uh, thing. Okay. And right. then I thought, oh, they did that. And am I crazy? Didn't they do giant scorpions in a different episode of GI Joe? Uh, not robot deep, scorpions definitely, yeah they've, they've made animals giant that's that's a thing yeah I, and i was into it at first and then this be- <laughs> thus begins my problem with this episode <laughs> because i saw i was like oh giant scorpion oh regular size no. scorpions uh. and then jack shit happens in this episode but this is a very female forward episode in that we get a female cobra who is sort of the, the episode is named after her it's not this feels like they had two minutes of episode mm-hmm. and then stretched it into 22 minutes this seems like they were like "Ooh, what if uh what if one of the joes like had a had a best friend growing up who was a girl and she becomes a cobra uh, okay and then what uh, she she used to be his best friend yep okay yep and then now that they're adults yep she's a cobra okay man yeah honestly yeah it was it's a good pitch that <laughs> felt like a um a Sunbow episode pitch. Yes. Like, let's get a great backstory yeah. for one of these characters. Kind of like when uh, we finally got to learn a little bit more about Lowlights. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, there's all these yeah. things. That could you... And so, like, sure, like, there's a... Uh, let's have a neat backstory for this guy. But then they just... The execution it's is... terrible. The, it's, it's so the terrible. Worst Look, it's very thing. tone deaf. This is... I mean, this, again, this is the Deke episode, so they're not going to get a lot of stuff right. They but might... No, just, even when they start no. with a decent idea. This is like... This would be like, okay... If I if I came over to your house, Ray, sure, with some pizza dough, pizza sauce, which I believe we're calling a uh, Ray's colon the roof. <laughs> I believe we are calling it Ray's colon the roof. Okay, yes. cool, cool, cool. Carry on. Uh, and 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 mozzarella, and some pepperoni, and yeah. some basil. Yes. And I said, okay, here you go. I'll be back in a couple hours. And I came back, and you'd stuffed all of them up your ass, and you said I made a pizza. This is uh, this actually tracks. I thought we agreed that we weren't going to talk about Thanksgiving I... like that, uh, but I guess if we're putting it all out there for everyone to hear about, uh, let's Gina, talk about the incident, Ray. <laughs> First off, let me say, how dare you uh, bring up this very true story? 
of a real thing that really happened between us on Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm also, saying. who's going to eat pizza on Thanksgiving? I mean, what else was I supposed to do with it? We already had a turkey going. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying all the ingredients are there. And it's like they'd never seen a show before. That is correct. <laughs> because he, because here's the thing. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I hate this so much that I'm just going to skip around and you could go back in order. But <laughs> they, at some point, yeah, like at some point, uh, uh, what's his face? Ambush is like, oh, but I had a friend. She was the only, like, I'm, I'm the Heidi guy. She was the only one that could find me. Right. And then it's like, oh, it happens to be this, this Viper. And there's a moment where he's like, oh why did you why did you become a viper and they don't say nope (laughs) and it's never like oh she was so crushed after he left that they were the first ones that took her in and she didn't have any friends after he left so it's nothing like that and then in the end she's like i was lost long ago and it's like why why were you lost okay. long ago? You okay. went from being a totally normal human being to joining Cobra. It sounds like to we're going to get a backstory. She was not normal to begin with. She was not. Why? Okay, I've got a lot of thoughts on. Okay, <laughs> here's the deal, guys. We're going to jump around this episode because we're going to get right oh, into the God. meat of it right now. Um, so, first off, there's a moment that happens where they're playing cra- their helicopter crashes, and Scoop breaks his ankle or something. They need to put a splint around mm-hmm. him as they are about to be under attack from Cobra. Uh, uh, who are now uh, sieging upon their position as they're trying to get Scoop uh, uh, healed up so they can try to escape in some way. Ambush immediately turns and is like, huh, this just reminds me of a thing from my childhood. Well, he, he, <laughs> his, he tries his to say... moment I, is weird. Yeah, yeah I, this reminds me of a thing from my childhood. Let me tell you about the story while we're under attack. It's worse than that because if I remember correctly, Sergeant Slaughter turns and goes, Ambush, why don't you tell us about what happened to you he, when you were a kid? Yeah, well, okay, well yeah, let's let's <laughs> get to that organically because yes, I, I have a lot hear... of notes in that place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but okay. wait, but wait, here's here's my... Do you want to jump right to it or do you want to hold my... on for a sec? No, I, first of all, I have to hear Scoop's broken ankle noises. Yes. <sighs> I've got a lot of noises I need to hear. <laughs> Also, uh, why did so so the plane the the helicopter explodes? Okay, yes. They're worried. The other Joes are worried that Sergeant Slaughter's dead because they all jump off, and he they don't see him jump doesn't. off. Uh, well, the, yeah, they don't see him jump off. They come upon the wreckage, and they're like, "Up, oh, Sergeant Slaughter's dead," I guess. And then he comes out of the bushes, and he jumped he jumped out of the plane, which somehow blew half his shirt off. Okay, Sergeant, this is my favorite part of this. Uh, Sergeant Slider's got his his uh, tank top deal on, right? And one of the shoulders, the, the straps, is completely ripped off. What is amazing about this is depending on the shot, <laughs> the the arm changes throughout the episode oh as to which one is actually blown off. I just want to know the science behind how jumping out of a helicopter. Okay, it required his muscles to get so big just, <laughs> on, just one on one side, side. that it ripped right through it. All right, hear me out now. Pirates used to wear an eye patch over one eye Mm. because uh, going above deck and below decks, um, you keep that eye that's covered with an eye patch uh, uh, ready for the darkness. Then you you go down below and you lift up your eye patch and it's attuned to the darkness, right? So you go up and down and go... Uh, Sergeant Slaughter yes. uh, <laughs> works out each arm. I get this. Because yeah. the, the one without the... Uh, without w- the strap. Without the strap. Which does change. And then he just flips it around, and then he keeps the other arm strong. It's it's very much like that. My point is, if the animators didn't give a shit... By the way, do we <laughs> ever find out why, why everyone's Coyote. in the desert? Do we ever find out why anyone's in the desert? Uh, uh, they were... D- uh, well... <sighs> 
I think they were hunting the range vipers, actually. Oh, the oh, range no, we vipers did. were we did. out there t- doing their no, own training. Because Scoop was there. On, they were on a reconnaissance mission, and Scoop was uh, right. video uh, taping their positions to bring back to the base so they would know where the Cobras were at. And we, the vipers we actually were did get just a reason. doing training in the desert? That's it? Yeah, They're just stationed there. Okay, as, I buy it. I buy it. Because of the badasses. Okay. Yeah. God forbid we come up with an interesting reason why they're there, but okay. So, not, not terrible. Yeah, so the, the, the like helicopter... The helicopter gets messed up. It crashes. They jump out. They get Sergeant Slaughter. The range vipers are about to attack them. Ambush suddenly remembers a moment from his childhood that has not had any reason to be referenced up to this point. Well, he sees... He he notices that... He notices the pink... He notices that the pink Power Ranger is... Is looking at him. Yes, and he's he's partially covered behind a bush or something, and is like, "Whoa, that's right." Eagle Eye Pink Ranger over there looks like they spot me. For some reason, he thinks it's a man, even though she's got titties. That was also weird. Uh, he's, like, he's like, he's like that pink. that that guy wearing hot pink with the sweet sweet titties is looking at me. There was only one other person who ever looked at me. <laughs> Like Whoa, he, why don't he, you tell us the story? We're all here says, on the mountain. He absolutely says, I think someone saw me. There's only been one other person Correct. who's ever seen me. Right? Am I wrong? Was no, that the dialogue? No, no, that's pretty close. That dialogue is insane. It sounds like something you would do in a bad acting class. Like, it okay, is. now see your scene partner. No, I mean, see. All right, hold on. I'm this outfit's concealment specialist because I'm supposed to be the best at what I do, Dusty. And the only time this ever happened to me was a long, long time ago. The harp music, the violin. <laughs> it's amazing. Also, uh, real quick, uh, the other time that I, in all caps in my notes, not the only other time, uh, I wrote the music. Uh, was right after uh, uh, they crash and Sergeant Slaughter is talking about, you know, like uh, how badass he is. Yep. The music, which you would imagine would be tense. This is a tense situation. You we're so, to, yeah, you know, like yeah. we're surrounded by the enemy. We just crashed a fucking helicopter and jumped out of it. It's on fire currently. My swagger stick. <laughs> As he's saying that the most deadly uh, Cobra uh, yeah. uh, agents yeah. are coming right now to murder us. You know, that's a confident man right there. That's all that is. Wait, can we please hear Scoop's ankle noises? What, what do you mean when he falls out and lands? No, no. It's like when they're like binding it up. And oh, they're when they're like, going oh, to splint on hurt there. hurt like a mother. Okay, so in the middle of all this, while Chan's looking for that, uh, we cut back to, to Joe Base and Hawks saying... Uh, we 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 don't have a tracker on the helicopter because Cobra could track that and then know that they were out there, which is a little bit weird. But then they're just like, well, they haven't come back yet. We should probably send a search party to go find them. Yeah. So now we have like the important timing element of this episode. G.I. Joe has to hold out in the crash zone from the Range Vipers until their friends can come and rescue them. Mm-hmm. We have a setup premise for this episode. Uh-huh. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. When the rear car detaches to become a portable battle station, it reveals a hidden command center. Here comes the G.I. Joe Persuader. So real, then real G.I. Joe Persuader. It's got two long-range cannons and holds up to six Joes. G.I. Joe! Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. Cobra Maggot and G.I. Joe Persuader sold separately. Go, go. Now, back to G.I. Joe. 
And it, and again, this this feels like this feels like two separate episodes. If you had an episode where it was uh yeah, so if you had one episode which was Cobra which was Joe's have to survive, some of them are injured, they're in the desert, it's sort of an escape from New York type thing. Sure. I'm I'm on board with that. That's a cool episode. And then if you have another episode where it's a few different missions in a row and somehow ambush is not winning each time, like somehow he's he's getting he's getting his position like ratted out to Cobra each time and he barely escapes each time. And it's him trying to figure out how the hell is this one Viper always one step ahead of me. That's also good. That's a great episode, and yeah. it's him sort of figuring out. Oh my God, there was this girl that I used to know, and then it's and then it's him sort of reuniting with her. Maybe they both get lost in the jungle. I don't have it all, but, but Gina, I got a better idea. What if we took both of those ideas <laughs> and combined them into this episode of GI Joe? It and, just, but do it, it real makes clunky. No sense. Just slap them, slap yeah. them together in weird ways and make the timing all off. It makes no sense because they're they're also. Like ninety percent of this episode is just oh oh let's just keep running oh they're shooting at us okay keep running oh they're shooting at us tell us a long story we're gonna pause while you tell us a well, long story oh, okay let's talk about let's this run. long story because this flashback requires at least an episode unto itself all right let's have the full story ambush <laughs> it, I love that they're being so shot at being shot at like unless it's unless it's this story is actually going to help us survive. It, it makes no sense. The other thing is, I almost guarantee, and I have not looked this up, but I almost guarantee this Evie character is never seen again on this show <laughs> ever again. But so I, none of this setup matters. Just a super poorly laid out character because basically he flashes back and then he says, oh, from the time that I was little, I loved to hide. Which is already weird. That's, yeah, that's I mean, a problem. I'll also spend my disbelief for that, that portion. But he loved to hide... You know, I I get it. Okay, he becomes ambushed, but he's like, and there was only there was one person that could always find me. I mean, it would have kind of made more sense when it was like if if they had said it. This is my writer brain here. <laughs> if he had said every time I played hide and seek with my friends, sure, no one ever found me. No, but I was always a- the winner. Right, and he's- then a new girl moved into town. Mm. And all of a sudden, she found me every single no. time, no matter how good my hiding spots were. She always found me. This is where hold, on, but this is where I get it gets weird because Ambush is just a kid who seemingly doesn't have many friends, mm-hmm. and he sure. just likes to hide places. Yep, and can't believe and, and is so proud that nobody could find him. I'm, but if no one's looking for him, pretty sure this is where uh, Buster Bluth came from. Okay, <laughs> from Arrested Development. This okay. feels very much like a. The Tony Hale character. I got gotcha. you. See, I feel like if this was su- if, if this was a Sunbow episode, they would they would put something like, "My mom wasn't well, sure, and she would get into these moods and would yell and throw things, implying his mom was an abusive alcoholic, yes. and right. not outright saying it, sure." And he would run and hide to get away from that. And mm-hmm. that the next door neighbor, uh, Evie, who always would find him no matter where. And he was hiding in like the sewer. Willing to brave haunted houses, dirt, spiders, snakes, mud, and oil slicks. That was the point where <laughs> he's hiding in a barn. She pulls aside the hay and he's hiding in the hay and smiling like a fucking creep. I By the it. way. 
that list is insane. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> because one of the things he says is haunted houses. Yes. So now in this story, haunted houses are real. He broke into a haunted house. And then also, how do you hide in an oil he hides slick? In an oil slick. How do you hide in spiders? <laughs> I mean that 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 was the only one that made sense to me because it was willing to brave spiders. So okay, okay. so you're hiding in dusty old buildings Dirt. where there's, but you can't. But first of all, haunted houses are not real. Uh, how dare you? First and you off, you can't hide in an oil slick. Um, also, uh, for the record, in my notes, you can see as I get more and more incredulous because <laughs> this thing, I'm like, they're not going to do this. They're not. And I wrote. Holy shit, as I realized that they were. And then they kept going. And in my notes, I have, what is happening? Because <laughs> but I can't. The craziest part is that it gets more insane. Yes. Because so, he, so he's friends with this girl, and she's the only one that can ever find him. And he hides in all these weird places. Okay. And then it shows them sort of age up a little bit. They're in high school now. And he's still hiding. And he said, no matter where I hid, I would would always find a note that said, I found you, dot, 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 Evie. We have a title. So she's signing the letters. She finds him. Yeah. And then one day, they're playing this teenage 18 year old version of hide and seek yep nothing like they they haven't hooked up that the implication to me at first was and this is this is where i think the episode was trying to go but fell down is that <laughs> is that he is uh gay no and he doesn't know how to it, address yeah. the uh, attentions of this woman so he leaves and while, joins the army but yes. while not only leaves and joins the army they're both hiding he's in a river he finds a note that says, I found you, Evie. He reads it, and then he leaves. Just, and she pops her head up from the water like, huh? Where'd he go? And then they never see each other again. See. So at some point, so, and again, this is his next door neighbor. Yes. Yeah. So are we to assume that he, in this 10-minute uh, walk that it takes her to get home from the river <laughs> where he left her. Mm-hmm. He has packed up his belongings, gone. Yep. joined the military. He got into he a jeep on the side of the and river. And by the way, has never goes never goes home. No. His mom is never like, hey, you know that girl that lived next door? I heard she joined Cobra. Because that's what my mom would do. Sure. My mom tells me what everyone in our neighborhood is doing. Everything about this is completely, completely insane. I just look at it from her perspective because, like, she lives next door to some fucking weirdo who who, who hides all the time. And she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find this kid, leave him a note, and then that's it. That's, 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 that's my whole thing. plan. It's so truncated because he says, and then I and then I joined the army. And, and the, what would have made more sense if this can make any sense at all at this <laughs> point, but it could have still sort of been salvaged. Which is if she pops her head up from the water, spends some time looking for him, it's the first time she can't find him. Okay. So she I like that. so so it's almost dark, and then she goes home and there's a note on her door from him that says, I'm sorry, I, I had to leave. I, I see I see it to what you said earlier, and the way I think that they were sort of implying, and maybe I'm reading a hundred ways too much into this, is that they both come from bad homes. The reason he's hiding and the reason she's trying to find him is that she's comforting him, but she also has a bad situation. They so give the, no hints of this. The implication is that um, she wanted to like get with him in a romantic level, yeah. and again, he, no indication. Well, 
lot of this. Maybe I'm adding it all in my. I'm adding the. I'm adding in the the, the, the seams here. And so is that she want. This they, is nothing but seams. By in, the way, in Go her on. mind, she was going to be romantically involved with him because the, uh, they had a shared experience together and shared talent set. And together they were going to get out of there together, out of this terrible situation and out of this town. But he bailed on her before it could happen, leading her down the dark leading side. Her, that's it. So she stayed in the of dark course, side and that's, couldn't that's find the light. That's how it should have been written. That's sure. not how it was written. I think that's right. I, I, that's like, what I got out of Like, it. I will tell you, it's equally as likely that they both were orphans who ran away from home sure. and lived in abandoned houses. Yeah, that also checks out. <laughs> uh, this checks out, yeah. Like, there's no indication. This could be any number of stories. That story makes the most sense. But it could also it could also be any number of other things. I I have to believe it's it's my uh, theory because there is literally no one else in the world <laughs> who would fuck that guy. This woman clearly is laying out that that is a thing that she wants to do. She's into and it. He's yes. like, I can't do this. But here's the thing: I just want to know. It, it, there are a million times a day. When writing for TV, the network execs or studio execs or producers will ask you, oh, what motivates this? What motivates that? Even if it's like uh, getting a sandwich, what motivates this? He's hungry. Oh, should we explicitly say he's hungry? No, he's getting a sandwich. Leave us alone. So whoever okayed this episode when it's such an easy fix, Mm -mm. but the most crazy part to me, which like beyond the haunted houses, beyond the fact that there's a kid who hides... Is just that he's he's literally in the middle of hiding, stands up from the water, <laughs> and and goes, "I'm going to join the army now." <laughs> like there's nothing, nothing no motivates plan. it. Again, all they had to lay in was if this was if this was sort of a like in they touched on it in Lowlights episode where he was clearly in an had an abusive past. It could have been his mom was an alcoholic. All he has to do is go home one night, and she's especially bad, and he packs a bag. Du- and looks over the the, the little next door. Well, now she's an eighteen year old next door neighbor's house. Sees her at her home eating dinner with her nice family. Doesn't have the heart to say goodbye, and just leaves and leaves her a note. And he signs it Am- ambush, whatever his real name is. <laughs> dot 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 ambush. There are so many easy ways this could have been fixed, and it's not. It does not make sense. Well, speaking of not making try sense, to fix it. we get out of all of this. And so he's hiding what in a shrub on the side of this mountain. And then inexplicably, uh, the pink viper Evie, because that's who it is, folks. She wrote a note. I found you dot 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 Evie. And it floats up the mountain and lands like on his head. That's how these things work. Where he finds it. and He goes, oh, shit, it's but, her. But also he doesn't realize yet oh, no. that it's he, her. He hasn't put it together he yet. Hasn't put it Somehow together. he finds a note and goes, this means something. I'm going to change my position because I've yeah. been found. And then later he's looking at the note. He's like, I swear I can put this together. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just, by the way, when we come out of the flashback, which he has just told his friends the most insane story ever. <laughs> As they're being shot at. Ray, if you told us this story. Yes. Like in the episode, they're just like, all right, onward. Yes. Instead of being like, hold on a fucking second here, man. <laughs> Why were you hiding when you were little? Yeah. Are there haunted houses in your town? How do you hide in an oil slick? So you just left that bitch there in the water? Have you ever had sex, man? <laughs> That's why I'm like, where's Dusty being like, you banged her, right? Yeah. Also, I assume you banged also, her. Also, I would say, oh, 
do you think that that pink chick is is the same chick? Since you said there's only one person that could ever find you. And Nobody then- puts that together either. Nope. It's insane. All, all I hate this, this episode so much. Okay, so. <laughs> So now they're being attacked on the side of the mountain while the rescue group is coming. Um, Vipers 1 and 2, who still don't have their gear at this point in the episode, it's still been stolen by her for reasons I can't fully explain other than she's mean. I think that's what we established there. She's meany. Yep. Uh, they get repelled easily well, by G.I. Joe. She's true, a true cobra, I think. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, yes, but no. No, I think this is, I mean, this is what, it, you to be a, a successful cobra. This is what we learn in the next episode, which we will talk I mean, about next week. we've touched on this a lot. Yeah. Successful cobras have to be real cutthroat. Mostly in series two, though. I think most vipers and most televipers and, That's and the cobra, they're expected to kind of stay in line and follow the chain of command. They act a little bit professional but but maybe this is the new era maybe this is the I mean, it is the the you know youtube influencer mm-hmm. era of sure. acting but like they're all much trashier and worse than what came before them. so you think like they started watching the real world and they started thinking like we need to fight more for t- attention look the real world is the most current reality in show 19, you know? In 1991, it would have been. Uh, that yeah, was when YouTube it was still. Exist, that yeah. was when it was still good. No, yeah, you no, brought I'm, up YouTube for no, 1991. I'm not saying it there. I'm just saying that the, this next gen <laughs> Viper people, they're not. They're not training. They're not honing their their muscles. They're just like, cool. I'm famous now, bitch. I mean, I love it. Uh, and then to be fair, in All this right. version of Cobra, that works. That gets you promoted. All Look right. at what happened to Scoop. Uh, 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 what? Who got promoted from just standard Crimson Guardsman all the way to like leader of a battalion, right hand of Destro in a span of what a day and a half? That's a good point. It happens. All of this. By the way, I was con- yes. go ahead addressing my real issue, which is that <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter calls his baton a swagger stick. Uh, <laughs> I was. I actually accept that. That was a high point of the episode for me, to be honest with you. What the? What the? I think it's a military thing. What is it? Isn't it called a swagger stick? The thing that he like his truncheon that he hits people with. For reals? I think it might be an ass, but it's not the same as an ass, right? Uh, no, an aspect that has a a, a rounded end, yeah. like a mace. Uh, by the way, did did everyone else think that this was going to end with Evie joining GI Joe? Joe's absolutely. Another thing that never pays well, off. Here we go. So this is the part of the episode I think where we start like we're already crazy and let's get crazier because Destro looks at the thing happening on his screen with the battle and he gets super interested all of a sudden. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to get. I don't normally watch this shit and get involved. This has piqued my curiosity." He says, "I'm going to summon the Desert Scorpions." Cut to just a shot of sand and like ten dudes just come up out of the sand, the implying they they've just been living <laughs> under the sand for weeks on end. <laughs> no, waiting for the they, call. They probably have nice little houses under there. They're married. They've got a couple kids. And and it's just one of those things where you collect a fat paycheck and maybe Destro's going to call you up to the surface, but usually he doesn't. <laughs> and then all of a sudden an alarm goes off in your underground sand hut. How many of and- these mole people exist around the world, Gina? That's <laughs> See, what I want to know. I, I, I mean, I, I used assume... to be a lot more, but th- there's been downsizing. But uh-huh. a little a little alarm goes off in the house and, and you know, Mrs. Sand Lady because honey honey do you have to go now oh you know he only calls like once every five years i've gotta go all right i picture that this is how production crews on tv shows and movies picture their extras (laughs) summon the desert score and then 10 just appear out of the ground to go be background in your scene i assume that's how it works i don't am i gonna miss that guard for this (laughs) can i get a line (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't. I just need I an under five. Don't know what's happening in this episode. Um, okay, so this is where this uh, this is amazing to me is because he finally like uh, uh, figures out that it's Evie and is surprised to hear it. <laughs> Which kills me. He's told the story of Evie. He's gotten the note from Evie. And then yeah. she's like, I'm Evie. And he's like, what the fuck? Which, by the way, if if this was some, if this was like a, a movie or something like that, it actually wouldn't be Evie. It would be, it would be like a girl that had been like trained by her. Oh, okay. Even or cooler. some shit. Again, better. Better yeah. story. Yeah. And then like, and then, and then it's sort of like her, her protege and then at some point he does run into Evie, but she's been horribly disfigured by oh. something. So season series three G.I. Joe, obviously <laughs> written by us because we got all the ideas. Gina's got all the Listen, ideas. What I'm saying is 1991 Deke, hire me to do some rewrites on <laughs> these episodes. You'll tell you all about YouTube <laughs> and you're going to make a mint. Um, yes. I want to do this real quick. I Jerk it? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then after that, <laughs> once I've relieved myself... <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is how big a dick Ambush, a.k.a. Aaron, is. I, I'm sorry, Evie. Don't call me by that name ever again. I'm range viper three to you from now on. If that's the way you want it. Six, Ambush, where are you? Are you all right? Evie. Nine, nine seconds nine. between him saying... <laughs> I will never call you that again, Evie. I apologize. And him just saying, Evie, you prick. I mean, she is a cobra. And they they say mean things to cobra people all the time. He just reconnected with his long lost childhood lover. Love slash stalker, whatever. She's a little bit of a stalker. By the way, if you do flip this gender wise and it's a a dude following around a girl. It's wrong. uh, Super, super wrong. But also if you change it and it's two dudes, super gay. Uh, And I would argue that you don't even need to change it to two dudes (laughs) for it to still be super gay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also going to say. Maybe even a better story. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I think so. Lord knows, maybe that was in the original script, oh, and then man. they were just like, you know what? This is for children. Scrub <laughs> that part. Scrub that part. Leave everything else, and just it's. But then it look. It makes I, no sense. I found I you, Stevie. <laughs> I think that was the original play, oh, and they had some like undercurrent sense. in here, and yeah, somebody nixed it and said, "Just, just turn that one pink." It was originally keep Adam the dialogue about it being a dude, but, <laughs> but keep but turn her pink. <laughs> oh lordy, Lou, we are on a run. Um, okay, so um, uh, Evie gives uh, Vipers one and two their weapons back, and then everybody runs away. Now there's a huge fight that happens, a gigantic fight that goes from air to ground, and there are no stakes on any of this. Like everybody's involved, everybody's fighting, and it's just it's it's like a Michael Bay Transformers fight in that it's just yeah. I punch you, you punch me, I punch you, you punch me, and there's no direction, there's no stakes to it, there's no understanding of like that the story we're telling. Every episode, by the way, when we I was I was excited to get back into the GI Joe of things. Yes. And then Sorry we started with that. this episode. I yeah. mean, I'm still. This I'm episode, all of them. It's all of them, Gina. This episode, all of them. I'm still excited. Also, the next episode is better. But <laughs> I had a Voldemort moment at the end of the oh. episode. A <clears throat> uh, 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 real, like, he's back. 
like a very like this was the worst thing that could possibly have happened. I was excited to watch these episodes, and this first episode is the worst abortion of anything <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yes, I mean it's serious to GI Joe. The the wild thing is, and this, this is, is worse, I think, than so. I don't know. Maybe one I of the things on talk about is in this battle, we knew a new thing called the battle bunker, uh, which is a weird design that all the Cobra missiles just bounce off of it. Uh, and this the entire back half of this episode was just selling toys. It was. I mean, to be fair, I want a question about this: the design of this thing. It's a very powerful armored battle bunker on wheels. Is this a thing that looks like a Jawa? Uh, uh, no, that's the next crawler? episode. Okay. Next episode. Uh, this one, but the thing about it is, oh it's, yeah, you're right. It's, it's like it's it like it's like a giant tank, except that it has a little panel in the front, and missiles come out right in front of where like the canopy is, where the person is sitting. Yeah. So if you just shoot the missiles, uh-huh. you don't need to worry about the armor anymore because you've destroyed the person inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how how well designed is this vehicle? And also, like, bad job, Destro. You got beat by it. You want to know how well designed this thing is? Yes. Uh, Destro starts attacking. Yes. And they're like, oh, God, uh, what do we do? Like, we uh, 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 we have all of these missiles and this uh, amazing armament. I know what I'll do. I will climb outside of it yes. and shoot that uh, thing down. Uh, with my uh, pistol. Yes. So that would do. Or and it, it did work, Small though. I take arms. it back. Destro so got over on this thing, but then went down immediately afterwards. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that the, the Joe climbed out of his vehicle. Excuse me. Okay. Even though like he couldn't pierce whatever armor Destro had and shot him with a fucking rifle. Okay. Wait, what? does Destro have like Mandalorian armor? Is he ba- is he bulletproof? Uh, this is new. This is new Destro. He does have armor. I hate this new cape. Destro by the way. And it's not Arthur Burghardt. It's a totally different guy doing an Arthur Burghardt impression. Wait, but am I right that this is even in series 2, this is a new design? Very right? much a new design. Okay, because yes. I was very yeah. confused. Yes. Uh by by the cape and 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 the mask is a different it's color a gold, again. Gold mask, yeah. Again. And I hate it. I think it's been gold the entire season. It's been gold. Uh, this season it has, definitely but season one. It's been gold this whole yeah, season, but silver. this is a different gold. No, I'm that serious. If you look at like this episode from like, to, because at first I was like, wait, was he always wearing a cape? I definitely would have remembered if he was wearing a cape. It also does not. I just hate it because it, he, at least before he was somewhat threatening, and now he's like Liberace. He's a He's a like total going goob. into battle yeah, with everyone. Now, the, fair, the, every Cobra is, is Liberace. The, the one thing I wanted to mention is like the makeover of Joe's in the wrong direction happened because earlier the, I, I forgot that that was even Dusty because it doesn't look like Dusty, it doesn't sound like Dusty, it doesn't act like Dusty. Really? That oh, guy wait. earlier was Dusty because we said the name and the clip that Chan played. The Southern Hick guy. Yeah, I just don't assume anyone with a Southern accent is I mean, Dusty. You're right. The yeah. guy, the you know the guy who was inside the battle bunker with that drab khaki and brown uniform was hmm. it was sci-fi the guy with the neon green the sniper guy who loves science fiction and 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 oh, star trek I except really now he wears like brown and his gimmick is instead of being like a, a closet nerd who loves like comic book stuff he he if we can hear a little bit of his dialogue if you have anything because his gimmick now is that he's a walking thesaurus who's just like i'm excited uh, uh, uh entranced ex- and he just like oh, says a whole bunch no. of words in a row that mean the same thing for no goddamn. That's good weird reason. that they wouldn't just create a new character. Why for that? not create a new character? Why does it have to be sci-fi? Because the whole time I'm like, who's this goob? And then somebody's like, oh, it's sci-fi, and I'm like, what the fuck? I have a note about that specifically because yes. I didn't realize it was a sci-fi. Yes, but they he says this. Now that is what I call good, great, and truly incredible news. 
I wrote, that's his gimmick? That's his gimmick. What? That he's, oh, Jesus it's not It's not as bad as Captain uh, Gridiron's gimmick of only talking in football terminology, <sighs> but just o- always having to be a walking thesaurus of worse, good, great, and incredible. Well, you better do something and fast, faster, fastest, or we're history. That's not even good thesaurus. What? Uh... Fast, fast, quick. Uh, expediently, uh, they could have tried if they were going to make this the gimmick. Is no, what I'm trying they couldn't to say. have because well, it's Deke. Don't worry about that. So we get to the end of the episode. Everybody's fine. G.I. Joe gets saved. And Evie and Ambush have one last moment. And to what Gina said earlier, Evie's just like, it's too late for me. And she just leaves. And then the episode ends. Yeah, what does she <laughs> like, actually say? She, sa- she says something that's implies a lot but says nothing i did find you ambush but i'm afraid it was too late i'm just gonna let this music play out because at least they were in the ballpark and that was it should be emotionally again <laughs> but it again. was too late how like that, what you, that's what? the thing is like they they don't give any in a in an episode that has literally jack shit going on they don't give any like like he gets his backstory told. It would have been really easy to then see her talking to the other vipers and they're like, "Who is that guy that you keep looking at?" Well, and then see it from her perspective. It would have been nice. I moved into a house. There was a weird kid who liked to hide, but I could always find him. And then one day I couldn't. And then another person moved in and he was affiliated with Cobra and they recruited me. Like some shit no. How did she end up here? Another person moved in next door. It was major blood. <laughs> this is the that 90s. would have been awesome. This is the nineties. This is uh, specifically geared towards boys of a certain age, and they had certain um, things that they believed about boys. And one of them is that uh, girls freak them out. So this <laughs> character was absolutely created specifically to be like a thing, like. Like the girl who falls after you and like has a thing for you but doesn't know how to express it, and the boy's like, ew, gross, cooties. That whole story, that backstory is 100% cooties. Um, I hate and then it. you age it up uh, in air quotes, uh, for, for an adult, and that's part of the reason why it comes off so weird is because that girl specifically is intended to be like, um, the the whole like ew girls. I hate it though because there is the kernel of an idea there. Yeah, if you're in a writer's room and you yeah. said, "All right, this is it," and they did nothing with it. It's it's a shame because to what you said, there are two good episodes here that don't work when combined I, into one. I hate <laughs> it. It just feels like such a waste. I mean, these episodes still cost money to make. I feel like that could just be our like our slogan for GI Joe series two. What a waste! What a waste! There's yeah, because there is talent that worked on this stuff. I don't want to say like every nobody knew what they were doing. There are a lot of good people, I'm sure that uh, that that worked on the show. It's just they just never had a chance. But and also, I don't know why. If they if they said if we watched this episode and then someone said, oh, keep in mind though that this episode was made when someone found a bunch of animation cells in the trash <laughs> and some scratch voice recording. Sure. And they basically just slapped it together the best they could. Then I would be like, oh. That's 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 Pretty not good. bad then yeah, in, that, in, the, in that case. But they actually spent the time writing this, animating it, and then bringing in the voice actors and, and, to something, and then cutting it together. Yes. Why, why? Why do that 
literally spend an extra 10 minutes on it. <laughs> the, the thing is that I was telling you guys before we started recording, but like on IMDb, when I was looking up these episodes, this rates is one of the highest rated Wait, by this fans. This is the one? This is the one that rates is one of no. the highest rated uh, on IMDb no, of wrong. all of Series 2 G.I. Joe. There were some that we've already done that I don't have them in front of me that rated it like a little bit higher. No. But this is like an 8.7 and most episodes by from the people who did this are in the high 7s to low 8s. This is one of the higher ones at mm-hmm. 8.7. This And actually, when I finished watching it, I'm like, I feel like that's the best that Deke no. could do. You I shut feel your like mouth. they did their best the next, the second, The next episode we're going to do is a billion times better. I disagree. You are wrong. I Ray disagree. Hashtag Ray is wrong. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's moved over here now. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, G.I. Joe, everybody. We're back. And we're going to do back. a new episode next week, as Gina keeps mentioning. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say we're recording two episodes in the same night. No, and no, it's already like 11 o'clock. Which <laughs> but uh, that's maybe something that's happening right now. We had a lot to catch up on. It's 1021, Grandma. (laughs) I just want to say, though, the three of us haven't... I'm kidding. I wish I was in bed right now. The three of us haven't been in a room together (laughs) in a very, very long time. It's always been either Gina can't do it or Ray can't do it, or Gina can't do it or Ray can't do it, or Chan just gets three randos off the street and does an episode without either of us. Gina, (laughs) I'm so excited to talk about G.I. Joe with you I mean, I'm... I'm Excited to be back. Also, it hurts my feelings that I'm so easily replaceable. <laughs> well, you say easily replaceable. Those episodes were terrible. Oh, good, good. Oh, and I know because I was on most of them. <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't even talking about G.I. Joe. I miss How the, I, I really miss the Know Your Joes. Yeah. I really miss Fuck, Mary Kill. Well, if we, if we, if we, if maybe we can get no, into the thing. because all of these would be kill, no, kill, yeah. no, kill. You get, you get, uh, no. What if you get the the pink lady in three different stages of her life? Oh, I like that. See, this is a good. So, how about this, guys? Let's do this. If we can, uh, we could always do a, a a shorter Know Your Joe episode, maybe for our Patreon listeners out there, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. sort of just throw one in every couple of weeks or every you know once a month or something like that, just as an extra treat, because yeah. I know that we do want to provide extra content for Patreon. Maybe we just can just give them some of that. We did. Did we? What else did we do? We used to do I... the character cards and we would guess where people were from. Yeah, Those we still were do the that. days, guys. We still do that. Oh, what happened to our glory days? <laughs> what happened? Because Deek. I keep suggesting it and you're like, oh, I can't. It's already Chan. 8.15. I've got to go home. I'm so tired. Chan, where's the G.I. Joe poster? How come you haven't put Wait, it up Where is the G.I. Joe? How you lived in this house for like right, a week? How has there be been right a G.I. Joe poster? To be fair, he lived at that last place for years and also never put it up. He also never put it up there either. But I love those posters for the record. I know. I wanted it up. Yeah. We ordered it special. No, the Steven Universe garnet goes up first, and then we'll figure out where everything else goes. We'll we'll make it happen, Gina. I'm not worried about this. Uh, You've been saying that for years. (laughs) Listen, all I'm saying is when I was in charge of making Christmas shoes, that shit got made immediately. That shit got made that day. (laughs) It is a fact. And it's still like the number one thing on the channel. It haunts (laughs) us to this day. Granted, there's only like three videos on the channel. So you got to make more videos. That's also true. Also, Um, I think they're unlisted, so... No, they're listed. They're out there. I found it. Oh, God. If you type in knowing is half the podcast as a search on YouTube, you will find our Christmas oh, shoes God. video. That video and this podcast and everything I've ever done in my life are going to be the only things that keep me from being president. <laughs> That's it. Just that. Uh, Gina, you got any things you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Any uh, uh, You want to plug a TV show you're working on or something? Uh, where am I? How did I get here? Uh, watch The Unicorn Thursday nights at... 8.30 on CBS or 
for free on CBS.com. Or, a lot of people don't know. You can watch it for free. You don't need a CBS All Access. You, you could pay money like I do for CBS All Access and just watch <laughs> it on there. I mean, here's Smart. the thing. I don't get any of that uh, money, Ray. Oh, Picard starts up in a couple weeks. I'm so, so excited. We're absolutely getting CBS for that. All right. Well, watch the unicorn on it. We'll see. Or buy Babe Squad. You know, just... Get, Give me some money. <laughs> or just, just literally just write a check to Gina and send it to the show. That's fine, too. Uh, Chan, anything you want to plug coming up? Uh, we're uh, uh, bringing back a WWE recap. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, we're expanding it. So we're actually going to we're going to drop Sundays. Ooh. And you will get uh, a 10-minute recap that encompasses Raw. NXT and SmackDown, Me all too. in one Jim Jam. And then we're going to, uh, um, at, after Raw, we uh, do a little uh, uh, podcast uh, where we, yeah, we talk about that Raw show. So then that'll be on there too. But if you just need to get through seven hours of friggin' wrestling television oh. in 10 minutes, boom. We I got thought you, you were covered. talking about Raw juice cleanses. Uh, also that okay. Uh, after after we watch Raw, then we do Raw Juice. <laughs> now, cleanses. how about we combine the two? You drink mm-hmm. a Raw Juice cleanse while yep. you break down Raw, uh-huh. and then it can just well, be called well, Raw with Raw. Well, Raw dogging. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't want to say <laughs> it, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, there we are. And and uh, reading the books of Robert Anton Wilson. Oh, I mean that works. Went deeper. That's very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. that's a good cut, Chan. I, yeah. the content, I appreciated the that. Cosmic you've trigger, been baby. Out on Guys, fans. This is why. This is why you listen all the way to the end of the episode because <laughs> that was the best reference of the entire episode. <laughs> here at the end, um, for me, I mean, you could play a game called uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. I worked on that. I'm in the credits. I don't work there anymore, so I don't really even care if you play it at this point. <laughs> no, but you should. It's why a good are you game. wasting time plugging it then, Ray? I mean, you know what go back and play octopath traveler on the nintendo switch (laughs) jrpgs are great and that's a great one and i worked on that too so please work play that at work play that at work (laughs) and also listen to who would win another show i'm a part of um i've heard of that show you were just on that show not that long ago i've heard of it gina you've also been on that show where am i I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> you can hit us up with our, our links. You can hit us up facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Join the knowing is half the podcast Facebook group. We, we try to post a little bit in there from time to time. When we think about it, you can go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. We have a new Patreon uh, subscriber over the holidays, everybody. Ooh, yeah. Very, very excited. Right before the end of the year, we had a new Patreon subscriber. And we're hoping now that now that our schedules are calming down a little bit, mm-hmm. we are hoping to do a lot more with the Patreon. And I think that's good. More, more new content, more new episodes, maybe some know your joke. Shows. Yeah, uh, we'll need to have a quote unquote meeting. That's not a meeting; it's a Facebook chat. Yeah, <laughs> lots more versions of Christmas shoes. Yes, we'll do. We'll do a new version of Christmas <laughs> shoes every month. The remix. And let's keep it real. As soon as we get enough uh, money banked in the Patreon, we'll Chan will make us make more T-shirts or something. That's very very likely. Woo. Very very likely. Very. Very likely. We, we, do we still have any of those choose your own adventure books? I have one no, we still have not no, used. No, they don't I exist. I do. I have Operation <laughs> Mindbender. No. I got it to appeal to Chan. I don't like change, Chan. I want to go back to the way things were. Guys, yeah. let's do a Find Your Fate episode. Guys, let's do this. Everybody, tell us. Hashtag Find Your Fate. <laughs> uh, you can also hit up on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast or individually. I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And we'll be back next week with another episode of G.I. Joe that we maybe will just be recording right as soon as we're done here. <laughs> but maybe not. I, you're not my boss. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> good, good night. Got to get some. Go, go. Got to get some. Go, go.
burn a fire Yo, yo You got to have guts to stand for your rights You got to keep a grip and let the hold on tight You got to do the fighting with all of your might You got to keep the target straight ahead in your sights Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy, you got to sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, Breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. 